Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 28th, 2022. I'm your host, John June. This guy to my left, Greg Penniman, a.k.a. G Money. Greg, how you doing today? Doing well, doing well, man. This Wednesday before the Thursday Night Football. Uh, got the Titans in Dallas. Uh, you know, I'm guessing point game for, for one of the teams in this specific week. But, uh, yeah, we got some uh, championship week for some leagues, most most leagues, I would say. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big week for sure. Big week for sure. Definitely, you know, most leagues are having their championship week this week. And so, you know, it's definitely a pivotal week this week for fantasy managers as they try to navigate all of the possible landmines that is managing a fantasy football team, including your star running back, your your pivotal running back, Derrick Henry, possibly not playing listed as doubtful with a hip injury. And like we talked about on the Monday show, when we talked about waivers or the Tuesday show, rather um, we talked about waivers. There was this possibility that the Tennessee Titans could sit their players because their playoffs essentially don't start till next week. Um, You know, they, their matchup this week against the Dallas Cowboys does not matter. What really matters is their matchup next week against the Jacksonville Jaguars as they battle for the AFC South title. So that being said, Derrick Henry listed as doubtful, not expected to play. Uh, That is huge news. Uh, Obviously we're going to break down that game, but Hassan Haskins is, is the backup there. Um, You know, obviously we'll, we'll discuss all of that in a bit, but you know, we did talk about Lamar Jackson. He's probably not going to play in this game this week. Uh, Jalen hurts. You know, he's still up in the air as to whether he will play. So that's definitely something that, you know, fantasy managers will want to to take note of, uh, you know, pay attention to. As we've talked about in the past, just, you know, if you approach it as if that player will not play, then there's there's no concerns there uh, when you are setting your lineup as to whether, uh, you, you know, you have an expectation because you, you've planned for them not to play. You've, you've already got your 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 ducks in a row there. And if that player does end up playing that's just a boost there um greg any of these injuries uh how you know how are you dealing with these injuries if 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 you have to you know account for uh a player being out that you've been counting on all year yeah derrick henry on some of these guys is just you know not replaceable as far as production a derrick henry um a jalen hurts obviously but you know you you got him issue did play well last week uh, you can probably count on him again to to give you solid numbers this week if he goes. Um, but yeah, some of these guys you're you're not gonna be able to play. So hopefully, um, to replace. So hopefully, you know you're able to get some of those guys you mentioned in, in the waiver wire episode uh, yesterday. Um, and if not, then yeah, it's definitely gonna be uh, definitely hard to adjust uh, for sure. Um, it's just the luck of the draw sometimes in fantasy for sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's absolutely it, it sucks if you made it all this way with Derek, you know, with Derrick Henry on the on the back of Derrick Henry, um, and and now you have to to essentially make make yeah. 
you know, make finding a, out on the Wednesday too. So you're like finding out the day after the claims and stuff. So it's tough. Yeah, but like you know, we knew this was a possibility, right? We, you know, hopefully you you made it. You made it to contingency plans. You were able to get yourself a Tyler Algier, who, you know, talk about waiver wire pickups of of the week. I notice how I can say this now, Greg, without like wanting to shed a tear. So I'm I'm good. Right. I'm good. Right. Uh, let's move on to these streams of the week, Greg. So you know, if there's our folks who are in trouble, we can do our best here to help them out. Who are you recommending here, Greg, as your quarterback stream of the week? The man is back. You already know. Uh, Mac White versus uh, Seattle this week. Twenty. Just call him Mac. I was saying Mac. I was trying to say Magic Mike White, but you know, Mike, Magic Mike White. <laughs> Mike White versus Seattle. Twenty percent rostered. I mean, over the, the three games that he played, when he was healthy, uh, he's averaging three hundred seventeen yards. I mean, that's a monster number as far as yardage. Uh, this is a good matchup against Seattle. I expect close to 300 yards again and uh, at least, you know, close to two touchdowns. What Mike White does for, for this offense is just significantly better than what Zach Wilson does. You see the ball moving. They're getting first downs. So I see no reason why he shouldn't continue that uh, in, in Seattle in the game that, you know, the Jets want to continue to stay competitive, uh, not eliminated out here. So they they want to get some wins. Yeah, I mean, they, they have a scenario where they – have control over their own destiny. They they take care of business. They just need, you know, some help. And, you know, they're into the playoffs for the first time since 2010. So let's, I guess, I'll talk about my quarterback of the week, and I'm going to a former New York Jet quarterback in Sam Darnold. Uh, he's 7% rostered going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he's he's been playing well. Uh, you know, he, he's he started four games, has yet to throw an interception uh, through those four starts. He has a, a passing touchdown in each one of those four starts. He's been over 225 passing yards in, in the last two games, completing 64 to 64% of his passes in those two games. He's even been using his legs as well, two rushing touchdowns in those four games as well. Uh, Tampa Bay, middle of the road in terms of fantasy points allowed to the quarterback position. But this is a must-win team for, for both these two teams. And, you know, they should uh, there should be a competitive game uh, with some back-and-forth nature to it. Uh, and so Darnold, he can definitely help you out in, in deep leagues. Or, you know, if somebody's playing defense against you and, and, and not letting you get quarterbacks, uh, um, you know, you're getting blocked. So I think he's definitely an option as well as super flex leagues. Yeah, definitely a good option. Uh, Sam Darnold coming for a solid week last week uh, where they just destroyed Detroit's defense in both ways. So, yeah, look to him. Yeah, definitely. Greg, what do you got at tight end stream of the week this week? Going with Greg Dolchich, uh going against Kansas City, 48% rostered. Uh, Kansas City, one, being a good matchup. Uh, two, you know, Greg Dolchich being one of the, you know, top guys for target share on his team uh, last three weeks, you know, averaging close to seven targets per game. Uh, so he's been a guy that's been definitely been involved in the offense. Um, I think he's a guy that can get in the end zone. He can be a guy just involved in all, all three levels of the field. So um, in a good matchup for Russell Wilson in this offense, um, where they did do well in the previous week, uh, where he had eight targets uh, in that game as well, 3 for 42. Uh, I would expect that at least in, in this weekend, uh, room for more. Yeah, I I agree because I also have Greg Dosage here as my tennis stream of the week. Uh, you know, again, f- for me, it's real simple here. The the matchup is nice. Kansas City allows the six most PPR points to the to the tight end position over their last three matchups, and 
you know, this game script should allow for more passing here for Denver as they try to keep pace with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, as they did last time. Plus, they just fi- fired Nathaniel Hackett. So there's also this, uh, you know, that whole the team plays better when the head coach gets fired uh, narrative, if you want to follow that as well. And I'll also throw out our bonus because I know we're, we, we both went Greg Dosich here and this is championship week. So I'll also throw out Noah Fant. Uh, he's he's 25% rostered, I believe, 25 or 23% rostered, uh, but definitely available in most leagues, plays against the New York Jets, uh, who, who have been, you know, a good matchup for the tight end position in recent weeks. Um, you know, over their last three th- over their last three games, they've they've allowed the seventh most PPR points to the tight end position. So, uh, you know, just a hair above, you know, or below the Kansas city chiefs there and Noah fan is in an opportunity where not just Tyler Lockett might not play in this game, but will Disley was just placed on injured reserve there as well. So that's, you know, he was splitting the work there with, with will Disley, he might get, a, you know, more full-time opportunities here, which, which should mean, you know, good opportunities in, in the passing game and in, in terms of fantasy production for Noah fan. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, brought him up definitely to to add as a waiver. Uh, he's been hot touchdown wise as well, so uh, definitely want to ride that wave. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Greg, where are you going with the defensive stream this week? Defensive stream of the week, I'm going with uh, Jacksonville, and uh, you know, going against their matchup and uh, going against Houston. Houston. Um, yeah, so obviously, obviously, uh, a team defense has been also you know getting turnovers, getting sacks. Going against Houston, Davis Mills, obviously a better quarterback uh, in this situation. But I think in a divisional game where it can be low scoring, uh, Jacksonville's going to hold their own uh, and, and they're going to be able to make some plays. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to pull up uh, where Jacksonville was rostered, and they're rostered in 39% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a great matchup. The only concern there is if they bench their starters because they don't have to necessarily play this game and win this game, but different coaches have different philosophies. So you'll have to take this up to game time to kind of realize what the, what the Jacksonville Jags are doing. It's not like Tennessee where we could see them on Thursday and we know exactly what they're doing. We, we can, you know, make plans accordingly, but I'm going to go with uh, the New York giants going up against Indianapolis. And uh, this is real simple for me. comes down to, did you basically see Nick Foles on Monday night? Uh, I mean, it was rough. He was taking sacks, uh, you know, was missing was missing open receivers. The Giants are five and a half point favorites at home. Uh, they win this game and they are playoff bound. This should be a big game here for the Giants defense against a, a struggling Colts offense. And when a defense can smell blood in the water, especially with what's at stake here for the New York Giants, I, I really feel like the Giants defense just has to dominate here. Yeah, that pick for Thibodeau is really paying off lately. I mean, he's been a monster uh, on that line, so uh, he should dominate in this game. Yeah, should definitely dominate. Uh, you know, Thibodeau is he got a lot of flack in the preseason. Uh, you know, the, the 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 pre-draft process, but like you said, he's he's really come into his own uh, these last few weeks. Had that big game mm-hmm. against the Washington Commanders, uh, where he got the strip sack and the the fumble recovery for a touchdown. So the, the trifecta mm-hmm. there as a pass rusher. Um, 
But let's talk about Thursday night football, Greg. And we, we got to talk about a game that involves two teams that, uh, you know, different, uh, not different points in the season per se, but different things on the line here. The seven and or the 11 and four Dallas Cowboys travel to Tennessee to take on the seven and eight Tennessee Titans. This game has a 40 and a half point total where the mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys are 10 and a half point favorites. Uh, weather is expected to be okay in this game. No concerns there. In terms of the injuries, Michael Parsons, he's limited with a hand. Uh, Tony Pollard was DMP on Tuesday with a thigh. Leighton Vanderesh DMP on Tuesday with a shoulder injury. And then defensive end Sam Williams, he was questionable. He's listed as questionable. Derek Henry, uh, like we talked about off the top, doubtful to play in this game with a hip injury. Uh, would expect him to be healthy in Week 18, but if you play in a Week 17 championship, that doesn't mean anything to you. So you can go ahead and drop Derrick Henry uh, and and you know basically pick up an, another player there that that could that could help you know help you. Uh, Hassan Haskins is is an interesting name that comes up, uh, but you know we'll obviously discuss how we feel about him in a minute and we'll start with greg how do you feel about this thursday night game and uh where you where are you at in terms of of these players as it pertains to fantasy production yeah i'm gonna take um the over i'm gonna take the cowboys to cover uh, and the cowboys to win um as far as the cowboys side you know i think they do kind of dominate after seeing what they did to the you know the colts for inferior teams they definitely want to they continue to pounce on teams uh, and do what they got to do. So they could cover uh, this over on it by themselves. Um, I think with the matchup on the outside, Dak Prescott should have a, a good day, a solid day. Uh, we, you know, borderline QB1. Uh, he's been hot the last couple of weeks. So I think I, I rate him as a, a QB1 for sure. On the outside, C.D. Lamb, wide receiver one, Michael Gallup, uh, wide receiver two. Um, and even though know, uh seems like you know even the, the third dalton schultz obviously is in that title one category um but there could be room for you know a, a ty hilton or you know a noah brown but ty hilton's kind of getting more a little more snaps in that section um but i would still stay away from him in in this championship week because they, they are still a run first team tony Pollard and zeke are both in that uh rb1 category i think um this this defense is definitely going to struggle against this offense uh, and then on Tennessee side, it's, it's rough without Derek Henry was the main option we we're looking forward to. Uh, without him, Hassan Haskins is going to be the, the guy. They're still definitely a, a, a run first team, so he's going to get his fair share of carries. I think I wouldn't be surprised if he gets you know close to 15 carries uh, and give you kind of a, a standard kind of running back day. Um, he's capable, I think, of catching passes. He's caught some receptions this year, so uh, I would rate him probably in that RB2, low in RB2 range, um, RB3 uh, as a floor. Uh, and then as far as, you know, the pass catchers, it's, it's, it's pretty much, it's tough for me. Uh, and it's, you know, with the, the injuries that they're facing uh, and what they're going to do on that side of the ball, it's, it's, I think it's going to be all Dallas pretty much in this one. Um, and it doesn't even matter for Tennessee as well. So uh, even more motivation for, you know, Tennessee to kind of take it easy in this one. Yeah, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to take Dallas to cover the 10.5, though. Take Dallas to win. Um, for the Dallas side, it's pretty easy. C.D. Lamb, I mean, he's obviously coming off big game, but he's you know had a string of, of really good games now. 
so he's a wide receiver one. Uh, Dak Prescott going to be a low end QB one. Uh, you know, Dalton Schultz a tight end one. Tony Pollard and Zeke are both borderline RB ones. Obviously, going to depend on how that touchdown distribution falls. Uh, but if this game just gets ugly to the point where, you know, that like I can see Dallas pulling, you know, starters, uh, you know, again because. If they're playing for nothing, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you get you guys go out there, they pad their stats, but by the, the third quarter, like, you know, what if the you know their backups are in? So, um, you know, because they've got a large league. So I think that's definitely something to think about. You know, from a DFS perspective, I think that's a concern more than anything. But redraft, you're not gonna really concern that with you know, with guys like CeeDee Lamb and the running backs. Uh Dalton Schultz, I I think I said he's a tight end one. And then on the Tennessee side, like we said, the, like you said, the, the only really thing we were coming into expecting was Derrick Henry um, you know, really being the this the the main the main you know, basically what we wanted out of that the Tennessee side, but pro- not going to play in this game. Hassan Haskins, I agree with your assessment. You know, probably a um, you know an RB three based on volume, um, but you know can sneak into an RB two territory if if he gets you know receptions or or falls in the end zone. I think that's definitely in play, but uh, Malik Willis could struggle against Dallas, you know, Dallas's defense, and especially without Derrick Henry, you know, maybe this is an opportunity for, for Tennessee to say, Hey Malik, like grow up in, you know, as a passer and, and let's try to get this pass offense. Cause we're going to need to be able to throw the ball in the playoffs. Like they're not going to be able to do this, like what they've been doing uh, mm-hmm. and, and being able to win in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, it could be interesting, you know, uh, on that front, but I don't know if I'm going to really try to, to attach myself to a Malik Willis led pass offense. So I'm not playing uh, Austin Hooper. I'm not playing, you know, Chigo. I'm not playing, uh, you know, uh, Traylon Burks or Robert Woods or Nick Westbrook or Kine. Like I'm, 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 I'm good off yeah. all of that. Yeah. There's no point in doing that. You have a, a plethora of matchups and, and good stuff this weekend. So um, yeah, there's no need in, in doing that for sure. Yeah, before we jump into the bowl predictions, we do have a question from Little Boxes. Pick three for Week 17, McLaurin, Gabe Davis, DeAndre Hopkins, or and Mike Williams. Greg, where do you stand on these four receivers here? He wants to pick three of them. So basically, which one are you not playing? I think hmm. – that's tough. I think I'm a play. I'm I'm very I really want to go with the both the boom guys, you know, Gabe Davis and Mike Williams, the boom above skies, because Hopkins is that I know you saw that game with uh the Cardinals game in Tampa like that. Ten targets, rough, one catch, yeah. four yards. Ooh. But but the that one, was the one crazy. target was one catch was behind the line of scrimmage. Like they had that's the only play that can really get to him. Trevor McSorley cannot get into him at all. Uh, I, I I think I'm gonna go with Gabe and, and Gabe and uh, McLaurin though. At the end of the day, but which one? So you're not gonna play Hopkins? I'll pick three. Sorry, yeah, out of the three, McLaurin, Gabe Davis, and and Mike Williams. Yeah, uh, that that game was bad, bro. It was it's, it's rough to see. No quarterback <laughs> change. I know they probably like, oh, let's get. Probably emphasize so Cole, maybe Cole, getting Cole him. Cole McCoy's the- coming back. Cole McCoy's Cole back. McCoy's back. Okay, that does help a lot, a lot of bit for sure. 
Yeah, Cole McCoy has eyes for just DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I, I don't want to – I'm not inclined to play two boom and bust guys, Mike Williams and Gabe Davis, so I'm going to go with Gabe going against Cincinnati on Monday night. I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. So I, I like Gabe McCoy and Hopkins. Yeah, I definitely like Gabe Davis. Uh, you know, the, the matchup there is great with yeah. against Cincinnati – yeah, you know they've they've they, they look what New England's receivers were able to do last week, and, and this game should have a lot of back and forth nature to it. So he's definitely in. Mike Williams, I don't have him too far behind wide receiver twenty one. Uh, Herbert's not really been like the touchdown variance has really gone has really favored Austin Eckler. Um, mm-hmm. You know Herbert's thrown for a ton of yards, but not thrown for a ton of touchdowns, and they get down by the the red area and. You know, Austin Eckler's getting those touchdowns, but Mike Williams, you know, was involved even last week on Monday Night Football. He wasn't have he didn't have a few catches, but then you could see they started calling plays for him uh, to get him involved. So I think feel like he. Uh, so really, what it comes down to, I think McLaurin is probably the biggest wild card, honestly, when it comes down to yeah. it, because you get the quarterback change. He wasn't great with you know, with Carson Wentz early, Taylor Heineke came in and was like, I'm just going to throw the ball to, you know, to Terry McLaurin. Does Carson Wentz adopt that same ideology? I I, I don't know. And that's just another variable that like, if you, if you, um, you know, if you're trying to make this decision, a uh, little boxes replies, Hopkins should have McCoy back and McLaurin has Wentz back. I'm definitely, going Mike and Gabe just undecided on the other one. These guys got me to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, sounds like you're set on, on Mike and Gabe Davis. I, I, I will see that. I would go Hopkins. Yeah, I would go Hopkins as well. Cause yeah. Hopkins, you get, you get Colt McCoy back. Uh, there's guaranteed, you know, guaranteed role there, guaranteed production. I feel like uh, from a Colt McCoy, uh, versus McLaurin, who's been great. Like, he's been awesome, but there's just a lot of variables there. Uh, you know, Jahan Dotson is involved. Um, you know, Curtis Samuel hasn't been, been involved as late. So, you know, maybe there's that possibility. But, yeah, I, I agree. If you go Mike Williams, Gabe Davis, uh, Hopkins should should get it done. But I, I feel like all these guys are so close that it's uh, really, in the end, it's, it's not going to really matter. So... Uh, good luck to you, little boxes. Uh, Greg, let's get into the bold predictions, aka those prop bets. What do you got for your bold prediction this week? Yeah, I'm definitely involving those Dallas receivers on on the perimeter. Uh, I do like CD Lamb to get at least. Mm, I'm gonna say. Definitely take his over on his yards, which is 73 and a half. And the rushing, uh, you know, I still like Tony Pollard a lot. Tony Pollard is going to get his, I think, uh, even though they don't have his rushing props up yet, I don't see anything. Yeah, he's dealing with a thigh injury, so I don't think they're putting mm-hmm. anything up yet just in case he uh... – mm-hmm. All right, then. I'll probably that with just a Dalton Schultz over then. Both of both of those pass catchers, uh, which is plus two forty six. CD Lamb over seventy three and a half. Dalton Schultz over thirty eight and a half. I like that. Yeah, that I like that too. Uh, I'm going with uh, yeah, CD Lamb 
over 71 and or well it's over 73 and a half i, I got it earlier at 71 but 73 nice is so good i I still like that. I have them for seventy. I have them down for seventy-seven in this game, and then I like parlaying that with a, a Zeke anytime touchdown. Uh, I was able to get that at plus two forty-eight. I don't know what it is uh, right now. Let me let me just confirm what it would be, or if you wanted, uh, no. Let's see. Like I said, I got it earlier. Today at plus 248, so 73 and a half, and then a Zeke anytime touchdown is now plus 185. So, not as, yeah, not as much much juice uh, as we would have liked there, uh, or what I got it for earlier, but um, you know, definitely still like the probability here. Of, of this one happening because uh, the matchup is great. Even if they put backups in, CD should should kill uh, those backups. And then Zeke getting a touchdown just feels like almost guaranteed in this game, whether Pollard plays or not. So, uh, Greg, anything else you want to add for Thursday night football before we go ahead and close this out? No, man. I mean, it should be hopefully a good game. Hopefully, um, you know, a lot of starters can play as long as possible. Uh, yeah, we, we get some solid play. Definitely. Uh, hope that that goes down tomorrow. Uh, just tune in tomorrow around noon, and we will break down every single week 17 matchup, excluding the one that we just broke down right now, because that would be redundant and all. Anyway, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Have a good one. And then we'll see y'all on Monday again. But we are out of here. Peace, y'all. Yeah.